Hello. Welcome to a new episode of Reddit Readings. In today's episode we are on the subreddit, r slash confession, and listening to some nasty and unbelievable confessions. Enjoy. Reddit Readings, episode 57. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I used to be a pickpocketer. From 13 until I was 18 I pickpocketed around $10,000, if not more from tourists in my city. My biggest take ever was around $2,000 from a French tourist. I don't want to justify my actions because I can't. What I did was wrong, and I regret it. I only swiped pockets and purses I never ripped any necklaces off people's necks or anything like that. I stopped when I stole a wallet and found a picture of a sick little girl in it. She had one of those tubes in her nose. I know it sounds cliche, but I instantly realized that what I was doing was wrong and that just because I'm in a bad position it doesn't mean I should hurt other people trying to change it. I walked up to the man and said I saw him drop it. Haven't stolen a thing since. I entered a stranger's house to avoid a DUI. I live in Australia. Not sure how it works in the rest of the world, but I was on my provisional driver's license as a teenager, we call them P-plates, and when you are on, that you cannot have any alcohol in your blood whatsoever. I stayed at my mate's place one night, and he had some beers to drink. I had two knowing I had to drive the next day, and was gonna stop, but he convinced me to have another so I did. The next day I got in my car to drive home, and as I was turning a corner, there were a couple police doing an RBT, random breath test, and I panicked. I knew full well I'd have a little bit of alcohol in me, and that's enough to lose my license for a couple months. I had just left school, and gotten a really good job, and if I got a drink driving charge I would have to rely on my parents to drive me there, which wouldn't work out, as they both have jobs. I panicked and turned right onto another street. I drove halfway down the road thinking I had gotten away with it, but one of the cars suddenly turned round the corner and blasted the sirens. I pulled over, and the cop came to my window. Cop, can you explain to me why you just avoided an RBT? Instead of explaining to the cop why and just taking my punishment I decided to lie. Me, I wasn't trying to avoid it. I live down here. Cop, whereabouts do you live? Me, just over there. Cop, well you don't mind if I follow you and watch you enter your house for proof do you? Kinda shit myself but agreed. He got in his car and I drove into a driveway halfway down the street and walked up to the door. My current plan was to just explain to whoever is at the door what's going on and hope he lets me inside. I walked up and knocked but no one answered. Then I looked over my shoulder at the cop and turned to just open the door and it was unlocked. I walked inside and shut the door. I was really scared for if whoever lived there was gonna walk out and see me but no one did. I stayed at the door peeking out the window at the cop and he left after about 10 minutes. I waited another 10 minutes before walking down and driving off again with a big sigh of relief. Not here to condone drink driving or anything. I made a mistake and it was wrong. Just sharing this story. 
I blackmailed my uncle some time ago, and I really regret. My father is a dick, and so my uncle, my mother's brother, has always been one of my favorite male figures. He's about 13 years older than me, so I saw him as a really cool older brother. He took me to school, played with me, helped me with my homework, went to the pool with me and everything else a little girl could want. But when he was in the middle of the 20s, and I was 12 to 13 he started to give me less and less attention, got a girlfriend, was starting to think about having children and I became really jealous. I always spent a lot of time alone with him, and started making small threats, whenever he didn't give me any attention, when he was babysitting me. I started by saying that, if he didn't drop the phone to talk with me, or any other thing, I would tell my mom, that he rubbed my butt or something minor as it. He seemed very uncomfortable to hear that, and most of the time he paid attention to me. It didn't take long for me to realize that this works very well, and I started using it more and more, making more and more serious threats, including that he had touched my privacy in the pool, or made me play doctor with him, or ask for pictures. In my head I knew it was wrong, but I didn't understand the seriousness of what I could end up telling my mom. So I really don't know how much he just accepted it, or really felt threatened. Anyway, it continued until I was about 14, almost 15. I'm 17 now, he turned 30, got a good job, moved to another city, and is really living a good life. But since then he has acted like I don't exist, we never spoken proper again. He never appeared on my birthdays, or of any other family child, where I could be, and I think he really hates me. I wish I could tell him that I'm sorry, and that I love him very much, and that I was jealous, and didn't want to lose the only person in the family who took me to do cool things. But I also feel like a piece of shit that would never be able to see him in the eye to talk about it. I don't even know if he would be willing to forgive me, but he is afraid of approaching me thinking that I can do the same again, or he just doesn't want to know about my existence anymore. I really wanted to know what to do how to apologize. I'm afraid of everything he can say to me if we are going to talk about it. I think it will hurt even more than the silence. I gave away a bunch of free stuff so I didn't have to deal with customer complaints. Few years ago, I was a manager slash tech for an arcade that used a card based points system for games. The job was pretty ideal I thought. I liked fixing stuff, but I hated customers. Boy did I have no idea how much interaction with customers I was in for. By nature of the job, I ended up being the easiest manager to find as I was always on the floor fixing something, and thus I dealt with probably 90% of the customer complaints. It got old quick. Having to stop what I was doing, cleaning up my area so that I could walk away and assist a customer and then go back to what I was doing made completing anything longer than it should. With a new plan in my mind, I started every morning loading up a bunch of cards with free points, as I was a manager, I was allowed to comp, more on this later. The plan fucking worked great, customer complaining about the arcade game not giving them 5 tickets, you know what, here's a card with a shit ton of points on it, I'll take a look at that machine when I'm done. I'd give out probably $500 a week in video game comps. The kicker here is that other managers knew what I was doing, but couldn't explain it. They would run a report that lists comps, and I would always be at zero. You see, the point of sale system would track comps. However, they were too dumb to notice the replacement card option which were not technically comps. 
The shit ton of free candy I ate was a nice perk too. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I stabbed a kid in the face with an umbrella and got away with it in court by saying it was an accident when it wasn't. Stabbed is the wrong word. I thrust an umbrella at his face and it wounded him, resulting in him needing to get 14 stitches. Here's the rest of the story. I was in 8th grade at a school that has 6th to 8th grade classes in it. This kid, let's call him Adam, was a straight A student and was part of every club and all that shit. He always treated me like shit and only me to my knowledge. He would call me retarded constantly and make fun of me for not having the best grades and for, in his opinion, not being as smart. And when I would go to teachers or the principal about it, they would never do anything. They would be like, oh I know Adam, he wouldn't do that, he would never do that, stop trying to get Adam in trouble. This was infuriating. Well one day, while I was holding one of those little umbrellas that extends, when you press the button, he called me retarded in front of my friends. So I went off, thrusting the umbrella at his face, and pressing the button at the same time, resulting in a very strong hit right in his face. The umbrella had a flat tip, wasn't pointed, so the edge gave him a little smiley shaped cut on his cheek. Well, his dad took me and my dad to court over it. However, instead of taking Adam to an emergency room or to the hospital, he drove multiple counties away to a plastic surgeon so that it would be way more expensive and would be out of my dad's insurance range or whatever. He also tried to sue us for the gas's cost to get there. However I had told the judge that it was an accident and I was trying to stop the umbrella just short of his face to try and intimidate him so he'd finally leave me alone. That was a lie. I jacked him in the face as hard as I could. The judge didn't take kindly to how his dad went about it or to how Adam had treated me. So I got off scot-free and the dad got in trouble for trying to jack up the price he was suing for. So he had to pay for that plastic surgery out of pocket. Adam never spoke to or harassed me again for the rest of the school year or for the rest of high school that followed. I keep lying to my incredibly kind boss about why I'm chronically late. I have been getting up late for months now. To be honest I used to really enjoy getting up early and starting my work early before sunrise, but I was sleep deprived. I have a 45 minute commute and was terrified every day because it was hard to stay awake while I was driving. I work in agriculture. When I first started coming in late it was just by 30 minutes or so, because I had just started taking care of livestock on my own property, and I was still getting used to it. I explained that to my boss, and she was always kind and understanding. She's the best boss I've ever had, and really cares about me. She never questions my being late and only asked me to tell her that I'm going to be late, because she wants to know I'm okay. However, once I started coming in late, it was like a switch went off in my brain. I was pretty sleep deprived and started just sleeping in and saying I was taking care of the animals. Eventually my normal work time shifted by about 3 hours and I was staying up late at night. 
I did eventually start going to sleep early again, but it didn't make a difference. My brain simply will not let me wake up earlier. It's gotten worse, and I've even been neglecting my morning duties to my animals, just so I can sleep an extra 30 minutes. I've tried every alarm app, and it doesn't matter. I'm so tired in the morning, I will simply snooze as many times as I can, and eventually turn the alarm off, before going right back to bed. I have zero willpower. I'm sleeping like 12 hours a night, and it's still a problem. I've had depression in the past and that's probably part of the problem, but not all of it. I'm so ashamed, but my boss just assumes that I'm late because of my animals, and I pretend she's right. Just today when I told her I would be late told me that she's glad I'm okay, and she understands because I understand life with livestock. Don't worry. God I feel terrible. She's such a kind person and deserves better. The animals deserve better. I'm a security guard who steals from work and other places. I have had my license for a couple of years now. I have started stealing 4 months ago. Here's a list of items I have stolen from work. Hot chili sauce, apples, sandwiches, face wipes, water bottles, toothbrush and toothpaste, hand sanitizers, chocolate. I steal once a week. I know where the cameras are, so that makes it easier. I can't stop stealing. If I get caught, that'll be the end of me. I don't just steal from work. I sometimes go to other stores and steal from there too. I have stolen expensive jackets and pants. I have stolen a perfume as well. This might be a good time to mention that I'm also a qualified store detective. I have caught and reported staff members who have stolen. I do regret reporting them. That was before I fell into this bad habit. Due to my experience as security guard, I mostly avoid the obvious mistakes. I'm not proud of any of this. It is of a low character and I shouldn't be doing this. It's difficult to stop though. Due to sheer probability, I'm certain I'll get caught one day if I don't stop now. The odds aren't in my favor. I'm in debt. I do struggle to make ends meet. It's no excuse. Just trying to give you the context. I'm a total mess. I injured a kid. This happened a long time ago. I was in a playground with a lot of kids, and there was a slide construction consisting of a metal floor, and 425 slides. It was about 2 meter in height. I was playing with a friend of mine up there, I was 5 at the time, when a stranger kid on the ground, was making fun of me, calling me a coward, and yelling, hit me, hit me, you coward, and then he started running, so I grabbed a rock. A pretty big one, it was larger than my hand, and I yeeted it. It hit him right in the back of the head. He started bleeding and ran off. I spent the next 30 minutes hiding in one of the slides. Then I was sure that his mom and her friend weren't looking for me anymore. Every time I think of it, I feel bad and guilty. I often wonder where he is now. I lied about my mom being dead, and I'm racked with guilt. I never had a good relationship with my mom. That isn't to say I don't love her, and we have repaired a lot of damage, but she was not a good mother. For as long as I can remember, I've had a problem with lying. For many years, it's been second nature to me, a way to get out of trouble, to get sympathy or admiration from others. When I was 20, I was diagnosed with borderline personality disorder, and was told that lying was a symptom of impulsivity and fear of abandonment. A few years back, I was in a 5 year long relationship during which I was systematically and routinely cheated on, smacked around and emotionally abused. 
through fear of being alone and to stop him from leaving me, I told my ex-partner that my mother had died. To keep up the lie, I told two of my closest friends from college, who are also acquaintances and don't live near me. I acted the whole part, crying down the phone. I made up a cause, a funeral, everything. I hated myself, but I was too much of a coward to take it back, afraid that everyone would hate me and that I would lose the people I loved. In an anxiety-driven attempt to salvage the mess, I made things worse by telling one of my friends that my mom was actually alive, but that she had faked it. Two years ago I met my husband, who knows everything. My life changed almost instantly, and in that time I have learned so much about myself. My mental health has improved drastically, and, although I'll likely never be free of this sickness, I have learned new ways to cope and to control myself. I can say wholeheartedly that I don't tell lies anymore. However, with growth has come an overwhelming sense of guilt. I now understand the full gravity of the lie I told. It haunts me every single day. For the past few months I have been avoiding the friends I lied to. One of them, I genuinely do want to cut out. She's a very toxic person who I recognize is a bad influence on my mental health. But I fear her vindictiveness will reach the people I love who never knew what I did. I have stuck around as much as possible to avoid her turning her spitefulness towards me. She is not a woman who takes being lied to lightly. The other, who I adore, I have neglected entirely because I feel I can't face her. I miss our friendship, but I'm afraid she will hate me for what I said. It won't be long until they both start to question me about why I have been avoiding them. I want them both to know the truth, but I desperately fear the consequences. It breaks my heart to think of my parents finding out through one of them. My toxic friend is one of those Facebook detectives. I'm afraid to pursue my dream of being a writer, to use my name. I live completely anonymously, with no friends, and when my husband is away for work I'm desperately lonely. The lie I told weighs on me, I wish I had never said it. I don't know how to break this daily cycle of guilt without confessing the truth. But I don't want to open up a can of worms either and have it impact me or any of my family in the future. Thank you for listening to Reddit Readings. If you enjoyed this episode, consider subscribing and leaving a rating. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Do you enjoy science, spooky stories, and all things paranormal? We do too. While we would love for most paranormal stories to be true, we are here to tell you that they probably aren't. But that doesn't make them any less fun to speculate about. We are the Spooky Science Sisters podcast. In this podcast, we bring you bi-weekly discussions on possible scientific explanations behind the supernatural. Backed up by research articles and other credible sources, we do deep dives into things like archaeology and physics and share in-depth discussions with topic experts. Visit us at SpookySciencesisters.com to listen to a couple of skeptics debunk some of your favorite alien encounters, cryptid sightings, and ghost stories with science, sass, and a significant amount of laughter. Thank you and stay spooky.